Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick listeners, thank you. Thanks again to everybody who supported us on YouTube. Thank you for following us to YouTube. But now, you need to follow us to Peacock. More people are able to get Peacock. It's free. We're firmly in bed with Peacock. And I'll see you boys over there. Download the app and watch the show anytime, anywhere on your schedule. The Atlanta touchdown on the 13-yard run. The second greatest running quarterback in Falcons history, Matt Ryan, who joins us on the program. If your kids come home and say they want to dress up as Patrick Mahomes for Halloween. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. Our our boys need to know where their loyalty lies. Bringing you the biggest guests and best interviews. He's the Dodger manager, world champion. When I saw Clayton, it was as if he just went... With what he has has had to deal with the last five years, where you don't want to leave your house, people are saying this certain thing about you, and you feel it, you know it. To see that reaction, that emotion, the tears of joy, you want to do it for the Dodgers, the team, but if there's one person that we all were pulling for, it was played, no doubt. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We're going to learn how to pronounce the new starting quarterback for Clemson. Clemson facing Notre Dame, seven-point favorite. In South Bend, Trevor Lawrence will not be able to play. And initially, I thought, well, of course he's going to be able to play. He has to play. 
the ACC, they're going to make sure he plays. And then I reached out to a source and I said, why isn't Trevor Lawrence going to play in this game against Notre Dame? And my source said, the protocols are closer to 14 days. The media keeps focusing on 10 days. It's 10 days isolation. And then there's a gradual reacclimation is what it's called. You do cardio two days, and then you can participate in 50% of the practice, then 75% of the practice. No way Trevor Lawrence could jump in and play the game on Saturday. And that would have been probably day 12. And then my uh, source said, plus he knows what's waiting on the other side with the NFL. The ACC has never gotten two teams into the college football playoffs, but fate might intervene and create an unprecedented situation. First, Notre Dame joined the conference for the season and is undefeated so far. The Irish face, I guess you could say, suddenly vulnerable Clemson team on Saturday. Tigers will be without their front-running Heisman candidate Trevor Lawrence. And say hello to the backup DJ Uyunglele. I nailed that. I practice all weekend. I'm watching the game. I'm waiting for Joe Tessitore to slow it down a little bit. DJ Ui Ungalele. He looked great, but they struggled. Came from behind to beat Boston College. If Notre Dame beats Clemson this Sunday, you'd have two teams that could face each other again in the ACC title game. I guess you have to imagine there's a scenario where both teams could land in the Final Four with just one loss against each other. You look at the Power Five conferences, the Big 12, all disappointing. Pac-12 hasn't even started yet. The Big Ten, Michigan just lost at home. Wisconsin, not even sure if they're going to play against Purdue next week. Ohio State's definitely going to be in there. Alabama's going to be in there. LSU's been a disappointment. Man, you might be struggling to find that fourth team. Long way to go. But Notre Dame and Clemson could share the spotlight in a strange and unprecedented college football season. Yes, Paulie? I got a question for you guys. I was watching that BC-Clemson game. And they were discussing Uyangalele. Um, didn't think I was going to make it through that. The color commentator, I don't know if it was uh, Greasy or someone else, compared him. They said, who, who does he remind you of? Physicality, strength, movement. Which former star college quarterback, college quarterback is a hint, was he, did he say reminded of? Tim Tebow. It was Greg McElroy was the guy. He said he reminded him of Jamarcus Russell. Oh, he can move. He was big and strong. And Tester goes, whoa, whoa, that's not a compliment. He goes, in college it no, is. No, in college, Jamarcus Russell, was, he was literally and figuratively a big deal. Yeah. We were down in the, the Superdome. Didn't they play? Oklahoma? Uh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, we looked at him and like he looked like he was an NFL quarterback. Big, big, strong arm. Uh, I don't think he loved football, but. Uh, he he had, There was a presence about him there. This weekend, by the way, on NBC, Saturday night in primetime college football with Clemson and Notre Dame, followed by the all-new Saturday Night Live. Sunday, NASCAR crowns a champ in Phoenix. Coverage begins at 2 Eastern. And then it's Breeze and the Saints versus Brady and the Bucks. That's Sunday Night Football. Coverage begins on Football Night in America at 7 Eastern. Got the Buccaneers against the Giants coming up tonight. It just feels like everything, you can't make these statements and have them written in ink. Like everything is in pencil, it feels like, during this NFL season. Even the college football season, you start to go, okay, the Steelers are great. Mm, They didn't look great in the first half. Seahawks, they're just going to have to outscore everybody. Chiefs, they've looked vulnerable. Uh, The Bills, I'm not sure. 
Like, just go down the list. There's nobody that you go, okay, I got this one figured out. Now, the, you start to, the Titans lose to the Bengals. The Rams lose to a Dolphins team that they outgain by 300 yards. Cardinals at 5-2. and two. I don't even know about the Saints at 5-2. and two. You know, Michael Thomas coming back. Then you got the game against the Buccaneers next weekend on Sunday Night Football. Packers lose at home to the Vikings. Packers on Thursday night have the San Francisco 49ers. Colts at 5-2. and two. Not buying into that. Uh, Steelers at 7-0. and oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Ben and the defense. Um, and those skill, skill position players have stepped up. You know, they got some young receivers who have stepped up. Now, will you be able to do that in a big moment? That was a big moment against the Ravens. I have more of a question mark with the Ravens, believe it or not, than, than I do the Steelers. And I love the, the Ravens. I had them winning the Super Bowl. But I got some real questions right now. Can you b- win a big game? That's what it comes down to. It's almost like, you know, maybe the analogy isn't fair, but it's like Clayton Kershaw. You're going to be great during the regular season. We're going to base everything and give you a grade on what happens in the postseason. And the same with Lamar Jackson, even though he's only 24, and the, the Ravens, you can be great during the regular season. You can go 13-3. and three. You can go 14-2. and two. But are you going to win a game, a big game? And will you get a big performance out of Lamar Jackson? And I know as strange as it may sound, there are still NFL people who aren't quite sure Lamar Jackson is going to be great for the long haul. And part of that is, and this goes back to what I told you a couple of weeks ago, and then I'm just following up to bookend it after what happened yesterday. He's got to come up with big plays in these moments. That's what great players do, being consistent. And maybe it's not fair, but he was the unanimous MVP. We expect greatness out of him every week. They run the football. It's a pretty good defense that they have. But Lamar Jackson has got to you know, step up and win these games. Because there are going to be games where they're not going to have a running attack. Or it's based off of him. Or the defense you know, gives up a lot of points. You're going to have to outscore people. That's what Lamar Jackson's going to have to do. He could be good during the regular season. He's got to be great during the postseason. I am worried about the uh, Packers, though. They're good enough to win the division. But they're allowing over four and a half yards per carry. The quarterback rating of all their opponents is 110. Now you got this game Thursday against the Niners. I'm just not sure. And will they trade for Will Fuller? Will they trade for Stephon Gilmore? I don't, I don't know if anybody is going to go all in and, and trade. It doesn't feel like any of these marquee names are going to be traded. Go back to New Orleans. New Orleans has four straight wins. They won by 6-3, three, 3-3 three, and three without Michael Thomas. You don't get style points, but it certainly helps us assess how good you are, and even a team assess how good you are, if you might win by 10 or 14. But 6-3-3-3, I'm going to give you extra credit on it because I'm looking at the Chargers, and the Chargers are blowing you know double-digit fourth-quarter leads. you got to win these games. They're winning these games, but... You got Breeze against Brady coming up on Sunday. Yeah, Paulie. The Saints have won. They're five and two, and they've outscored their opponents by a total of nine points on the season. Yeah. The Bucks are five and two. They've outscored their opponents by eighty points. 
Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're better. It feels better. Yes, it does. Kansas City Chiefs, they have a good chance to be 8-1 and one heading into Week 10. But then after that, they're at Vegas. Their lone loss this year was to the Raiders. They're at Tampa. They got Denver. They're at Miami, at New Orleans. All right. You know, maybe you have a situation where the uh, Steelers and Chiefs have 13 wins each and they end up meeting for the AFC title. I know, a lot of football left to be played, but always fun to kind of handicap these things. And I always look, love looking at the second half of the season, you know, trying to figure out the Cleveland Browns. Are they real or not? Chicago Bears, are they real or not? Even the Rams. I think the Rams, I think the NFL's been unfair to the Rams with their schedule, with the number of games lumped in, and then they're going to go about 21 days with playing one game. They've had four games on the East Coast that start at 1 o'clock, which is 10 a.m., you know, their body clock time. Yeah, Paul. Right now, the Vegas odds to meet in the Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Bucks. That's yeah. the number one. That, it can't get much better than that. In Tampa, I know you don't have the crowds and the home fans, exactly. But as far as, like, uh, build-up star power, it's about as good as it can get. Yeah, yeah. If you were going to script it at the beginning of the year, and there were a lot of people who did pick that matchup. Uh, and Tampa Bay's defense, as long as Tampa's defense is good, Bordering on great, they're they're going to be there, you know, on the uh, the short list of teams to go represent the NFC. They just will be, because they do have the talent. If they get healthier on offense, and you do have Brady, who's not going to make as many mistakes as Jameis Winston. As far as Kansas City goes, I think Kansas City is better than last year, but they don't always show it, and that's one of those where. Like they were, they were close with the Jets, and then you're going, hey. And then I think both teams woke up and went, wait, what are we doing? We're almost playing even with the Chiefs. We're not any good. And then the Chiefs go, wait, we're playing even with the Jets. We're really good. And then they went their separate ways. Phone calls always welcome on Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Al in Atlanta joining us. Al, how are you today? Good morning, Danny. Good morning. I'm good, and you? Oh, spectacular. Excellent. Got a uh, best and worst, and then a question for you. Okay. All right. Best is Rahi Lombardi balling out for Michigan State, and finally, you know, getting a good win for them. Happy to celebrate with my Michigan State family a week after they were on the winning side of a painful defeat for us. And then the worst was also from that game the non-catch that the booth did not catch that ruined or that allowed Michigan State to go on and score a touchdown, possibly stealing an overtime from us in what would have been a great overtime matchup. And then my question for you is, can you honestly tell me that any quarterback worth their weight in salt wants to go play for Kyle Shanahan after he has proven time and time again that he does not know how to play call with the lead in the fourth quarter? Just give him Kirk Cousins. He'll be forced to run the ball like he should in those situations. All right. Thank you, Al. Al, still a little frosty after what happened in the Super Bowl. Yes, McLovin. But Shanahan's quarterbacks, it's not their fault. They do well. They get paid. Yeah. They get paid. Yeah, I mean, all those guys are multimillionaires. I mean, he's had incredible success with quarterbacks. All quarterbacks are multimillionaires, McLovin. Yeah, but Shanahan's the one you want. That's who. That's a guy you seek out. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? 
Hey, what up, though? As I'm uh, consuming the show today, I got a chance to see it on the big screen. I'm looking, and it looks like Peter King had diamond earrings. I'm like, look at Pip and Pete up here with the dime, black diamond earrings. It was his earbuds, man, <laughs> hanging out his ear. I'm like, look at Peter King. My best and worst is gonna be best is gonna be a uh, trunk or treat. Got a chance to pass out thousands and thousands of pieces of candy to kids. We even ran out and shout out to Myers. They chipped in about seven hundred dollars worth of free candy and uh, kept it going. So the event turned out real good. Worst is gonna be. I mean, I'm a Michigan fan and a Lions fan. Where do I start? I mean, it's just. It's just bad all the way around. But, you know, I figure like this. If I start writing my love letters to Eric B. Enemy and maybe send one to Coach Harbaugh, like, maybe you want to try this Lions outfit on. You know, it's not working for you in Michigan. Come on over here to the Lions. Yeah, we were were wondering about that. Thank you, Jeff. Do the Lions want Jim Harbaugh? Because I don't know if Michigan wants him. It's, you know, when people and I have friends who both went to Ohio State and Michigan and we were discussing this after the loss. And I said, is this worse than losing to Ohio State? And, you know, two of my guys who went to Michigan said, yes, we almost expect to lose to Ohio State. We don't expect to lose to Michigan State. But at some point. Michigan has to go, is this as good as we're going to get? And are we comfortable at this level? Jim Harbaugh did make Michigan relevant. And he did make them better. But there is, it feels like there's a glass ceiling there. And that's where, if you're Michigan, are you accepted? Are, is this acceptable to you? I don't think it would be, not with the alum, boosters. But he is a good coach. But you haven't seen him be a great coach in a while, a long time. Yeah, uh, Paul. It's been six years, but Jim Harbaugh was 44 and 19 with the San Francisco 49ers in the NFL. Yeah. 13 wins, 11 wins, 12 wins, 8 wins. That, that resume still holds up for him. It didn't, he never ruined his NFL resume. But when you coach at Ohio State, you have to beat Michigan. Like, it's just, that's, that's part of here's the pamphlet. You got the job, now beat Michigan. And if you don't, then you don't stay in that job. If you do beat Michigan, well, they expect to beat Michigan now. Now it's you got to play for a national championship. Michigan isn't even to the point where you got to beat Ohio State. They got Indiana coming up. Indiana's a good team. Then they have Wisconsin after that. I don't know what kind of team Wisconsin is going to field, but if you if if they would lose this game to Indiana, and Michigan's a slight pay, uh, favorite, three point favorite, then all of a sudden. You know, this becomes a lot bigger story a lot sooner than we thought because they haven't even gotten to the point where they would be facing Ohio State. And if you would have this and you go through and you're just barely over 500, you get to your game with Ohio State and you get blown out, then I wonder where that loyalty will lie with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. Yeah, McLevin. Is it recruiting the problem? Because I know there's like six first-rounders in Ohio State, and I don't yeah. remember any that many great pros. Michigan, are they allowed to recruit all no-holds-barred like Ohio State? You've got to get a great quarterback. Yeah, they haven't had that. It's, 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 it's almost hard to not have a really good quarterback in college football because it feels like they're ready to go by the time they're in junior high. They understand concepts. They're at those seven-on-seven, seven, uh, uh, what are they, uh, Tournaments. Sem- tournaments, yes. 
that they understand the, you know, being able to call your plays audible at the line of scrimmage, you know, kind of factor in everything that goes on during the course of a game. And Michigan has a, when they, when's the last time you said, I, I, Michigan's quarterback scares me. High draft pick. When's the last time Michigan had a quarterback where you go, man, he's going to be great in the pros. And I think that's part of the problem too. It starts with that quarterback. And it feels like they have a quarterback who's athletic, but limited when it comes to passing. And Urban Meyer pointed out, this is what I would do defensively against him. And Urban Meyer is just an analyst now. But he he game planned what Michigan State was going to do against Michigan. And it worked brilliantly. You can't be that simple to figure out on offense. Not with today's talent. You know, all the rules that are in your favor. Yeah, Paul. Danny, you're really going hard on Michigan quarterbacks like Shea Patterson, John O'Corn, Brandon Peters, Wilson, Spite, Jake Riddick, Devin Gardner. Those are the, that's the uh, last uh, six years. Yeah, Wilson Spate. Yeah, uh, Christian McCaffrey's brother, I think, was there. Now he's at Nebraska. If that sounds right, Denard Robinson was kind of hot in 2010 and 2012, but they didn't let him play quarterback in the pros. Yeah, he was. I think drafted as a running back. Yes, McLeod. Did they have Ryan Mallett? Was did a cup of coffee there? But that's, that's when they changed. Wasn't Rich Rodriguez there? And Rich Rod brought him in. They were going to be a pocket-passing quarterback team, and that didn't go well for but they either didn't one. Even, they had the GOAT of all time, and they didn't even start him. They had Tom Brady. Yeah. Drew Henson. But you have to have a, 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 at least a good, bordering on very good quarterback. And Michigan hasn't had that. How's that possible? they got to be good quarterbacks in Michigan. Hell, you can come over to Ohio and take one out of there. They've taken players out of Ohio before. Yes, McClellan. Were we all on the Shea Patterson bandwagon for a day or a moment? When he left Ole Miss? Yeah, I thought like there was like, oh, this guy's something. Mm. Well, I was there when he played Ohio State, and that didn't go well. Yeah, Paul. I can't find Michigan having a first-round quarterback taking in the past 40 years. I mean, Elvis Gerbach was a pretty good pro quarterback, played in Michigan. Yeah. Todd Collins, Brian Greasy, pretty good pro career. Yeah. Brady, obviously, but it, Drew Henson was not drafted that high because of baseball. Yeah. That's about it. Chad Henney, nothing. Yeah. But not yeah. like, like you said, not going into drafting, going, man, we got to get this guy. And if you're going to go up against, well, when they go up against Ohio State, I mean, you're going to have to score points because they're, they're going to. And over there, they got a quarterback who's going to be taken in the top three in Justin Fields, a year after having Dwayne Haskins go in the first round. Not that Haskins was great. Well, he was great his last year at Ohio State, in fairness to him. But he was a first-round draft pick. You can't even get that with Michigan. <laughs> My friends are texting me. Can you lay off? Can, can you lay off of us, please, just today, will you? I, I didn't want them to lose this weekend. I'm reacting to them losing this weekend. It's a big difference in that. All right, more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend coming up. We'll take a break here. It's 20 after the hour right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. 
I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We got a helmet sent to us by the football team, and then Mario says, hey, look, we got a helmet from the Bisons. And I said, well, it's the Bison, as it says on the back of the helmet. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to get good help around here. But, uh, Mario... We'd like to thank North Dakota State University for uh, all the swag that they sent in, including a uh, football helmet there. 
Get some phone calls here coming. By the way, I saw I was given a heads up on this story a long time ago. And then I thought, okay, this can't be real. Well, it's real. This is uh, Bay Area News uh, writer Marcus Thompson. He uh, told the story in his new book, Golden. Sports Illustrated ran an excerpt of this. And this has to do with Mark Jackson when he was the Golden State Warriors head coach and Steph Curry was on the team and Steph Curry had gotten injured. And he had injured his ankle. So part of the tradition at Mark Jackson's church, where Mark is a minister, preacher, there's a spirited service, including worshipers jogging around along the walls of the congregation in praise. Steph Curry, two days removed from his latest ankle sprain, found himself taking laps with Mark Jackson and other members filled with the spirit. Then after Jackson's sermon... Mark Jackson's wife, a co-pastor, continued the worship with an impromptu sermon in benediction. She also called Steph Curry to the altar. You with me so far? They took off his shoes and socks. They anointed his ankle with oil and prayed for healing. The parishioners lifted their voices in chants and amens, calling on God to bless one of his Christian ambassadors. Service at Mark Jackson's church much more passionate and engaging than Curry was used to back in Charlotte, but he humbly accepted the blessing and that was being offered and returned to his seat with a smile on his face. Mark Jackson's wife said, where are you going? Curry responded with a look of bewilderment, a half smile and widened eyes. He thought he was supposed to return back to the flock when she was done. Mark Jackson's wife says, you don't get a blessing from the Lord and just walk off. Show us you believe in the power of God. It took Steph Curry a second to understand what she meant. Then the old Bible stories rushed to his mind, like when Jesus healed the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. The man had to pick up his mat and walk. If he believed he was healed, he needed to show it. So Steph Curry started shimmying and hopping on his right foot, <laughs> the one that had the sprained ankle, much to the delight of the congregation. As Steph Curry would say afterwards, I didn't know what else to do. During that season, Steph Curry played in 76 games. The previous season, he had suffered five separate ankle injuries and appeared in only 26 games. Yes, Paul. <laughs> Stats bear it out. Six-time yeah, <laughs> All-Star MVP, three titles since the healing of the, the ankle. I mean. But he's in there. His coach is, his co is the pastor along with his wife. And they say, come on up. Take off your shoes and socks. And we're going to put our hands on you, put some oil on you, anoint you, and have you run around the church. Yes, Paulie. Can I send Mitch Trubisky over there? I'll, I'll pay for the flight. <laughs> uh, the Lord can he. Not I that powerful. I, no, I don't know if he could heal that. Yeah. I don't know if he could heal that. Jeez. Have you ever been to any of those like church ceremonies when they're really spirited, where it's a lot of singing and you know it's really true rejoicing? I went to a couple on the south side of Chicago where I was originally born, and uh, it's, it's quite different. If you remember the movie Blues Brothers, there's some churches – that are really like that in the neighborhood I grew up in originally. I wish that the church that I grew up in, because being Catholic, I had to go to church every morning. 
when I went to school. So I went six days a week if you included Sunday. But there was no joy in it. And I remember going to a church, and that's all. It was singing. It was like they had guitars. They had. It was truly a spirited, fun, I got something out of this. And I remember saying to my mom, I went to church. She goes, well, you should. And I go, it was fun. She goes, church shouldn't be fun. I go, it was joyous, mom. And she just couldn't get over the fact that, like, you shouldn't be feeling good when you leave church. <laughs> I go, well, I did, mom. I felt, I felt good, like uplifted a little bit there. Yes, Todd. But you were never in presence when someone got out of a wheelchair and no, started no, no. running around. No, no, no. Now they can see and they were blind. How does that work? Well, no, I did see Paul Pierce get out of a wheelchair. And somehow he was able to walk. Church of basketball <laughs> up there. Church of the, uh, the Garden. The Garden of Eden. There you go, Tom. Very nice. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always fall back to Tommy Morrison when we had him on, the former boxing champ. And I think I was talking to him about his religion. And he said, I praise Jesus all the way to the bank, I think. Was the uh, the comment? And I I always thought that that was. I'm going to praise God all the way to the bank. Praise God all the way to the bank. <laughs> I I love that quote from him. Yeah, how religious are you? I'm praise God all the way to the bank. Yeah, that bumper sticker's not going to sell too well <laughs> in certain parts. Oh uh, yeah, I told the Danettes that story about Steph Curry and Mark Jackson. They're like, no way. And I go, I got to find it. And then I had uh, Marvin find it, and it's actually true. Ted in Tampa. Hey, Ted. How you doing? Hey, great, Dan. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend is the reason why uh, we should all feel really, really privileged to be Americans. Uh, Saturday morning, 2 o'clock, uh, combined assault force of U.S. Navy SEALs, Marine Special Operators, and Air Force Special Operators, flew into Nigeria, uh, conducted a really complex operation, and rescued uh, uh, Te- uh, Theodore Walton, who had been kidnapped uh, Monday before and who was within 10 hours of being sold to an ISIS affiliate uh, for leverage against the United States. Uh, the United States Assault Force went in there, rescued him, uh, got him back, and not one single American was uh, injured or wounded. Um, my work for the weekend is, uh, as you know, the, the uh, Bucks and the Giants are playing Monday Night Football. I was dreaming about this game last night, and uh, the Giants were really playing hard. And then uh, the Bucks got it on track. Brady was really hitting all of his targets. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Tampa Rays baseball coach appears out on the field <laughs> and comes out and uh, takes Brady out of the game. And from right. there, it was a disaster. All right. Well, thank you, Ted. I don't think that's going to happen tonight. I don't. But it might, I guess. I can't rule it out. Can't say never with Kevin Cash showing up to take out. And he puts Blake Snell in to the Buccaneers lineup. That's the, that's the twist there. Uh, Doug in New Jersey. Hey, Doug, what's on Good your morning, mind today? Mr. Pat- Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Uh, first time, very, very long time. Uh, 6'8", COVID, 260. Okay. Uh, before I get my best and worst, uh, I got to throw out real quickly, uh, finished watching a Netflix series, a real quick one, The Queen's Gambit. Highly recommend it. Really entertaining, uh, uh, entertaining show. Okay. But, well, uh, it's called The Queen's 
The Queen's Gambit. It's uh, basically about an orphan girl who becomes a chess prodigy, and it's really very entertaining. Um, and uh, I think Seton uh, has seen that. Coming. Seton, you you saw that? Yeah, yeah, just finished it Thumbs recently. Up. Actually, it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, right. I binged it this weekend too. You saw it too? Amazing. The Queen's Gambit. All right, all right. Uh, what else, Doug? Uh, my uh, my best is uh, it took nine years, but the Bills finally held on. I thought we were going to lose to the Pats this weekend. Um, my worst is uh, my fantasy football opponent, a uh, good friend of mine, made a trade to pick up Dalvin Cook uh, this uh, weekend. Oops. And although that although that would have hurt me normally, he also had the pairing of DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson Ouch. Jr. the third. Ouch! Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence uh, picked things back up. It's now his MVP to lose. Seahawks are six and one. I mean, Russell Wilson. I don't know why I'm... But uh, uh, Wilson, has, he was 27 to 37, no interceptions, teamed up for DK Metcalf to do uh, most of the damage here. And then I started to wonder here, with four more touchdown passes yesterday, Russell Wilson has 26 for the season. He's on pace for an NFL record 59. Only Tom Brady had more touchdowns through his team's first seven games. Brady had one more. He had 27. He finished with 50. Russell has 26. Peyton Manning had 25. Peyton Manning, 22. Peyton Manning, 22. Patrick Mahomes, when he threw for 50, threw 22 touchdowns through the first seven games. No one has thrown 47 or more touchdowns in a single season and not one league MVP. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Top. Yes, Paulie. If I put out a bet, somehow Russell Wilson for a league MVP or the field. Right now, you had to bet, and it was an even bet, a thousand either way. Okay. What would you take? I got Russ or the league. The other candidates, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Kyler Murray-ish? Got to win your division. They could. It's a long way to go, but... Yeah, I mean, of course they can. Well, I'm saying if he goes for 4,000 yards and 1,000 yards rushing, which no one's ever sniffed. He's got to win the division. Going to have to win the division. I would take Russ, because they're going to have to throw. We know that. And he's got a couple of weapons. Defense is spotty. I, I don't think anything changes with their philosophy. Yeah, McLevin. I think you'd have to put up a lot to win a little. Because I just read that he's favored over the field. Yeah. He's like a huge favorite to win now. Like yeah. minus 250 or something. Yeah, it's his or to plus lose. 250, I don't yeah. know how it works. Yeah, it's his to lose. I they, might... well, it's a new story too, right? I mean, he's uh, not the new story, but in a way. I might get, you know, one of my predictions to come true. Two out of three is the word on the street. Yeah. But he... Um, He's never gotten a vote. Yes, I saw yesterday they said during Steelers game, Big Ben has never gotten a vote either, a single vote. I guess that you don't vote for second place. Is that there's 50 votes and a lot of guys have never gotten votes? Like the MVP vote is just Big Ben has never gotten a vote his entire career. Wait, is the vote just there's votes? There's not first, second, third? I don't think so. I'll double check that. I think that's why he's never gotten a vote. But even then, you should still get a vote. Yeah, I mean, but his numbers have never right. been good. I mean, he's Who? never been top ten in passing yards until now. Okay, but he's led the league in touchdowns, right? Because they never run the ball in the red zone; <laughs> they just haven't passed. 
But has Ben had monstrous years? Yeah, Paul. Roethlisberger's never thrown for more than 35, 34 touchdowns in a season. Yeah. And the season he had that, he led the league in, in 2018. He had 5,200 yards and 34 touchdowns, but he led the league in picks with 16. He's he, led the league in passing. He's led the league in passing twice, but he's never led the league in touchdowns or uh, percentage. Do, I have an analogy. Do you okay. think Russell Wilson's career is a little Tom Brady-esque? Because early on, they won Super Bowls not totally because of him. And then his numbers just grow and grow and grow until he throws 50 touchdowns at the age of 31. Well, Kinda let's like see that. if he wins a few more Super Bowls. But Tom Brady wasn't a stack guy early, and now Russell Wilson has become... I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Russ would have been, I think, the reason why they won the second Super Bowl. You know, they threw the interception, but he was the best player on the field, in my opinion. I, I thought he was incredible. The Packers running back A.J. Dillon out for Thursday's game against the Niners. Uh, COVID protocols. He played Sunday. Their concerns about his offensive teammates. Aaron Jones is still uncertain. Jamal Williams is the lone reliable running back right now. The uh, Packers play the Niners next uh, this next Thursday. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. We'll close up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Well, it looks like the Ravens cornerback and the Packers running back, A.J. Dillon, Marlon Humphrey from the Ravens, unknowingly played with positive tests for corona. Uh, Tom Pelissero for the NFL Network says the NFL and NFL Players Association agreed to game day PCR testing for COVID starting in week six. Everyone tests Sunday morning, but don't get results until late Sunday, early Monday. So Marlon Humphrey and A.J. Dillon played Sunday only to learn today that they're positive. Question is... Who else is positive? Doesn't that seem strange to test on Sunday, go out and play a game on Sunday, and then we find out the results late Sunday or early Monday? Yes, Todd? That makes zero sense. Why can't they do it like Thursday or Friday? What's the point in doing that if you're not going to know? So if there's going to be players that are going to go out there testing positive and they're not going to find it until after the game is over? Why would they even bother testing anybody Sunday morning? I don't know. If it's not one of those 15-minute rapid... Things. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yes, Paul. Finally, uh, Packers draft pick has an effect on the season. Mm, wow. Hey. No uh, Wisconsin football to decide tomorrow if it can play against Purdue November 7th as COVID cases rise. And, of course, uh, trade deadline coming up at 4 Eastern tomorrow. We played this a couple of times. It's worth playing one more time. Here's uh, Bill Belichick after the loss against the Buffalo Bills. On that final offensive play with... Newton's fumble. Um, wh- how were you feeling after that moment? Um, tight game the whole way, and to have just sort of one fundamental problem at the end. Any, any? Can you share sort of where your emotions were at? How do you think we felt? <laughs> Thanks. The pauses are great by Belichick and the reporter. It's boom, boom. How do you think we felt? Boom, boom. Thanks. <laughs> yes, Todd. How would you have responded if you're the person that asked that question? Do you do that pause and then just say thanks? Or do you say, I guess you would have felt disappointed? See, you just, you just ask a question, okay. answer the question. How would you have responded to that if the Bill Belichick said that to you? Didn't we do this back in segment two of the show? Paulie responded of how... 
I want to know how you would have handled oh. that if, if you realized that maybe that wasn't a, a bright question and you're just going to let it hang there and be embarrassed. Well, hopefully I wouldn't ask that question in the first place. But you could tell where he gets. All he has to do is stop. How did you feel, you know, when Cam fumbled? And then he's got to remind the coach that they lost a tight game. And then all of a sudden he's stringing it out longer and longer. And then you just, then you're in trouble. If you just say, you know, what did you think when Cam fumbled? And maybe you get coached to say that we just lost the game, which is a good quote. But if you're going to ask him, how would you sum up, you know, Cam's performance against Buffalo? Now, he might say, hey, played well, but, uh, you know, he can't be fumbling and uh, cost us the game. Then you get out of there unscathed. But the longer you go, and then you have to tell a coach, I mean, you just did it here. You ask a question, then you want to answer it, and then you ask again. Not good. It's like as you're saying it, you're realizing that it's not going anywhere. Why are you even bothering to ask in the first place? Yeah. And you could tell where he kind of got in, and then you, you have to read the body language of the person you're asking the question to. And you go, oh, boy. They don't want to be answering this question. And he was in no mood to answer a question like that. At least if you give him the out of, how do you think Cam performed? Now, I don't think he's going to go, how do you think I feel? I think he'd probably say, up until the last drive, he had played pretty well. Like, all you're trying to do is get an answer without having him say, like, nobody's quoting that today. How do you think I feel? Like, there's no columnist or, you know, game day summary that's going. And then Belichick said, how do you think I feel? You got to get something out of him. Tom in Wisconsin. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind? I just saw him have the best and worst for you. Okay. My best is my Raiders beating the um, Browns 16-6. My worst is the Chiefs and Broncos winning. And I have a quick question. Um, we think the chances of the Raiders making the playoffs this year. I think they have a good chance of making the playoffs. I, I said they're they're going to be on the cusp. I, I don't know how good they are, but you know that that was a game that we didn't think they were going to win in Cleveland. They beat in Kansas City, and maybe they're just an eight and eight. Maybe they're just an average team. But this year, if you're able to pick up you know that extra wild card spot you might sneak in i wouldn't be surprised ellen in wisconsin hi ellen uh good morning thank you for taking my call first time uh long time um i have my best of the weekend uh two things one is i'm here in beautiful central wisconsin and about 10 minutes ago i saw a bald eagle which is fantastic and also the white Sox hiring tony la Russa. i don't know if it's a good move but it's fascinating um my worst of the weekend is uh well obviously you telling me that um aj dillon has covid but also that uh five-year-old that plays for the bears mims acting like a um a kindergarten kid slapping uh the defensive back and um one comment about michigan i can't take them seriously when the best quarterback they've had drafted in the uh in the past 30 years outside of brady is elvis gerbach thanks so much all right thank you ellen uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a few, Dan. The Kingdom opened this day in Seattle. The mm. Kingdom. Um, 1999 NBA TV was launched. 1997, Eric Metcalf of the Chargers ran back two kicks for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And in 1992, Magic Johnson retired from the NBA for the last time. Tua became the first left-handed quarterback to win a game in the NFL since Michael Vick in 2015 when he was with the Steelers. And the first lefty quarterback to win his first career start since Chris Sims, our buddy, 
2004 with Tampa Bay. Tua's brother was balling out against Minnesota. That was a crazy fun game. Tua's brother looked really good. That was a lot of fun. That was, a, that was one of those Friday night, wow, this is manna from heaven. Final results of the poll question, McLevin. Which team with a good record is a fraud, basically? The Colts run away with it. Rams second. The five and two Colts no one buys. Mm. Let's go around the room what we learned on this program. I'm going to start with you, Todd. Peter King has no clue how good the Buffalo Bills are, but he is in awe of Joe Burrow. There's something special about him because he. you watch a Bengal game and, I mean, T. Higgins is pretty good. Ross wants out of there. They got Joe Mixon. I mean, they got a little bit, but it feels like all the veterans won out of Cincinnati. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, you and Peter King both made Bill Parcells sound pretty scary. In yes, he, yes, he was. He tried to intimidate the media. Seton O'Connor. Bill Belichick still undefeated in press conferences. <laughs> Paulie, what'd you learn? Peter King not iced out. No earrings. What we learned brought to you by the Breeders' Cup this Friday and Saturday. The world's best thoroughbreds compete in 14 exhilarating races at the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2020. Catch all the action live on NBC Sports. Thanks for all the phone calls, emails, tweets, all-around support. We'll do it again tomorrow. You can watch on Peacock or listen on the great radio affiliates around the country. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 